Welcome to the Littles Love Learning Podcast, the place to be if you want to teach your child to read and write correctly and effectively based on the science of reading. My name's Erin, and I'm a former classroom teacher with my master's degree in early childhood education and over 15 years experience. And although I'm no longer in the classroom full-time, I spend my days subbing, tutoring, volunteering, and working with students on their literacy skills. I am passionate about helping parents like you understand how kids learn to read and write in the right way. Because yes, there is a right way. Each week we'll tackle the most important topics in early literacy, including the best way to teach letters and sounds, the difference between sight words and high frequency words, and why spelling and handwriting should not be skipped. Are you ready to help your child become a strong reader? Then let's dive into today's episode. I don't think I need to be the one to tell you this, but in case you didn't realize, kindergarten nowadays is very different from kindergarten when you and I went to school. Gone are the days of taking naps during the day and just playing for the entire day, getting muddy and dirty and not having many academic skills that are required in kindergarten. Now, whether that is right or wrong, I'm not here to debate that. There are plenty of early childhood experts who are pushing for reforms in early childhood education so that our kindergarten students maybe don't have as many academic pressures on them. But as of now, as of this recording, there are a lot of standards that our kindergartners are expected to learn in kindergarten. And so what I want to do is make sure that you as the parent understand what your child is going to be learning in kindergarten so that you can help reinforce this information at home. Before we talk about the end of kindergarten expectations, let's back up to the beginning of the year. Your child is expected to come into kindergarten with some skills. They aren't expected to have mastered how to read, but we do want them to have a foundation of literacy skills before they start kindergarten. Well, what are those skills you might wonder? There are pre-K goals that we have for literacy that we would like your child to have worked on in pre-K so that when they come into kindergarten, they have a better foundation. This is a freebie that I will link down below. You can click on that link and download your own copy. This shows you all of the pre-K goals that we would like our kids to master when they leave pre-K and before they head to kindergarten. So having this knowledge first is really important for you because I want you to know what your child should know heading into kindergarten, and it's not nothing. (laughs) There are lots of influencers online who tell you that your child doesn't need to know anything before kindergarten. That's what kindergarten is for. But in fact, if you don't work with your child on any skills before kindergarten, they are already starting at a deficit. They are already starting behind, and that's going to bleed into their confidence when they're learning new things. So no point in stressing them out even at the beginning of the school year. If you can work on these pre-K skills when they're in pre-K and over the summer before kindergarten, not in a stressful way, just in a fun, playful way, then they are going to be set up for more success when they actually begin the school year. So now let's talk about the kindergarten end of the year goals. Now these goals that I have for you are free to download just like the pre-k goals. So I will leave the link down below. It's one download that includes both sets of goals. 
These are just based on the phonics skills that we want your child to learn by the end of kindergarten. So I've not included all of the standards and I have not included the comprehension piece. I am just talking about the actual ability for your child to lift the words off the page, to read the word off the page. And there are a lot of phonics skills that we would like them to work on and hopefully master by the time they leave kindergarten. These standards, these goals that I have compiled are based on the Common Core standards. They're based on my state's and my district standards. They're also based on UFLY, the University of Florida Literacy Institute's scope and sequence, and also the training called Letters, which is by Dr. Louisa Motes. So I have used a variety of sources to compile the best list that I think the best list possible for you to know what your child needs to be able to do by the time they leave kindergarten. So we are going to dive in. I'm just gonna briefly discuss these since you can download these for free, read them and reach out to me if you have any questions. So of course we want your child to recognize and name all uppercase and lowercase letters of the alphabet. We want them to be able to write all uppercase and lowercase letters of the alphabet with correct letter formation. We also want them to be able to write their first name correctly. So starting with a capital letter and the rest lowercase. We want them to be able to recognize rhyming words. So if you said, do dog and tip rhyme? they would tell you no. We want them to produce rhyming words. What rhymes with cat? They would have to come up with their own word. We want them to be able to orally blend syllables to form a new word. So for example, what's my word? Pay per. They would say paper. We also want them to be able to segment and count those syllables. So how many syllables in the word octopus? We need them to say octopus, three syllables. We want them to be able to orally blend the initial sound to the rest of the word. So you would say, what's my word? Ish, wish, they would need to be able to blend that and then do the opposite, which is segmenting. So you'd want them to tell you that first beginning sound and then the rest of the word. So in cap, it would be k, app, cap. We want them then to be able to orally blend the individual sounds to form a word. Those are the phonemes. This is phonemic awareness. So what's my word? M-A-T, mat, very good. And of course, to segment the individual sounds, how many sounds in the word ship? Sh-I-P, they'd be able to say three sounds. We want them to be able to orally add individual sounds to make new words. So I could say, say at. Now say at and add m at the beginning. What's my word? Mat, that's right. We want them to orally delete sounds from words. So for example, say cat. What's cat without k? At, that's all that's left. And we want them to be able to orally substitute sounds to make new words. Say mat. Now say mat, but change m to k. What's my new word? Cat. All of that is phonemic awareness. I will leave a link down below for all of my phonemic awareness videos so that you can learn more about that. We want them to be able to orally identify the first sound in a word. So what's the first sound in kindergarten? K. We want them to orally identify the last sound in a word. So what's the last sound in carpet? T. So the first sound is the easiest, then the last sound. And then we want them to be able to orally identify the middle sound, which is the most difficult for them to do. So what's the middle sound in sip? S, I, P. It's that I sound. And we also want them to be able to do this, not just for short vowels, but for long vowel sounds. What's the middle sound in boat? B, oat, o. It's a long o sound. 
We want them to be able to read and write predictable consonants. So that means we want them to be able to know their common sound, their most common sound for that consonant. And we want them to be able to read and write predictable short vowels. So just the short vowels right now, that's what we wanna focus on and really get that solid. We want them to read and write long vowels that are associated with single letters. So we're not doing vowel teams yet, but a single letter long vowel. So for example, in an open syllable word like me, the E is representing the long E sound. It's a single letter that's representing the long E sound. So words like me, he, go, no, hi. That's how we're gonna start by introducing the long vowel sounds with those single, single letters. We want them to be able to read and write consonant digraphs. So what's a digraph? It's when two letters are representing one sound. I will link my video down below so you can learn more about digraphs. We want them to be able to read and write two letter consonant clusters, which are also called blends, at the beginning of words. So blends are different than digraphs. It's two letters and each letter retains its own sound. So for example, in the word stop, the S-T, st-a-p, it each retains its own sound, but they're blended together in that consonant cluster to make the word stop. We want them to be able to write two letter consonant clusters that are also at the end of a word. Like for example, best, we have b-e-s-t. The s-t at the end is our consonant cluster. We want them to read and write common high frequency words that are spelled irregularly. So most people will call those sight words, but we know better those aren't sight words. They're just high frequency words that are irregularly spelled. And so we're going to teach our kids that using the heart word method. We want them to be able to read and write regularly spelled closed syllable words with predictable consonants, short vowels, and digraphs. So let me give you some examples. Words like rat, zip, jot, when, that, luck. Those are all examples of words they should be able to read by the end of kindergarten. We want them to be able to read and write simple sentences that have those predictable consonants, short vowels, digraphs, and irregular high frequency words. So for example, the sentence, the cat can sit on the mat. They should be able to read that by the end of kindergarten and they should be able to write that by the end of kindergarten using correct spelling and correct letter formation. And we also want them to be able to point to words while reading to track the text and to strengthen that one-to-one -one correspondence. We don't want them skipping words. We don't want them inputting words that aren't there or making miscues, like for example, saying this instead of the. We want them tracking that print so they're actually saying each word correctly. And that is what we want them to learn in kindergarten. It's definitely a lot. They have a very big year. Coming in with a solid foundation from pre-K is going to help, but they are going to need a lot of support at home from you in order to master these skills. I hope this information was helpful for you today. Again, if you have any questions after you download either the kindergarten end of the year goals or the pre-K end of the year goals, please reach out to me and let me know. I would love to help you. Our students that we see in pre-K and kindergarten have a big job learning all of these phonics skills. And we wanna make sure that they are set up for success because when they go to first grade and they start learning all about vowel teams and diphthongs and irregular spellings, it's a lot of information for them to take in. And if they don't have that solid foundation from kindergarten, they're going to struggle and they're going to fall farther and farther behind. 
and it's much, much more difficult to catch up once you get behind than it is to just stay caught up from the beginning to make sure that you are keeping consistent practice at home and helping your child develop these skills. Teaching a child to read is not just the responsibility of the teacher. Even if you send your child to school full-time outside the home, you are their number one teacher. You are their most important teacher. And so you, as that most important teacher, need to take on the practice of reading at home. You need to make sure that you understand what your child is supposed to learn in kindergarten. You understand the order of the sequence that, that your child's teacher is using to teach reading and then reinforce that at home. And I promise you it will make a world of difference when it comes to your child's reading success. So definitely get involved. Don't think this is just the teacher's wheelhouse. The teacher needs your help and support to help teach your child at home. And these downloads are going to help you feel more confident and prepared working with them at home. And one more thing, if you're feeling overwhelmed by the amount of goals your child has by the end of kindergarten, and you're looking for more support on this journey to help them learn how to read, then I have something exactly for you. I will leave the link down below to my wait list. I created a course all about teaching your child how to read, covering all of the kindergarten phonics skills that they need to master before they move on to first grade. So please join the waitlist for that course. The doors will open again soon. And if you are on the waitlist, you will be the first to know. You can join that course, learn everything you need to know about how to teach a child how to read. I will give you all of the tools that you need, all of the information and background that you need to make sure that your child is successful on their journey to learn to read. So please check out the link below and make sure you join the waitlist. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you have any questions, please contact me. You can find me over on my website, littleslovelearning.com. I am also active on social media, so send me a message either on Instagram or Facebook. I am at littleslovelearningblog on both platforms. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. For more information on helping your child learn to read, head over to my website, littleslovelearning.com. While you're there, don't forget to join my email list so you stay up to date with all things early literacy. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little's Love Learning Blog. Happy learning!